fine. Everyone's fine. And it's Friday and we are fine. And welcome to the Friday Grief Chat. <laughs> That's Jill. I'm Deb. And welcome we are the Friday Grief Chat. We are the Friday Grief Chat. And welcome, everybody, to uh, Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's sort of interesting. Yesterday, I did a The title was Memorial. And I decided to run with it. It was a meditation. Mm -hmm. And um, memorial in general means uh, it's usually a structure or or it's a uh, situation where you're honoring uh, someone that has died mm -hmm. or an event that has passed, like the memorial for 9-11, where we do honor the people who died, but we're also honoring an event. The Oklahoma City Memorial with all the chairs is stunning. I have, it's, it's, it, yeah, it makes, it's, stop. It makes my heart stop. Yeah. So, but this weekend, people do get confused. Mm -hmm. uh, the best way I have heard it talked about was this is the day we honor honor our service people who died in their uniform the ones who died as a result of service exactly yeah. it's been and, expanded a bit to honor those who have died after service but as a result of service in some corners which i like mm-hmm Mm -hmm. Because think about some of the Vietnam vet veterans that were sprayed with Agent Orange. And their families, yes. And their yeah. families, yeah. We've had people die of a number of illnesses that are really dreadful because of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We had folks who died as a result of suicide from every war. Right. And so we need to keep those folks and their families in mind, too. But yes, Memorial Day is to memorialize those who have died as a result of service. Mm -hmm. Veterans Day is, is on the 11th day of the 11th month at the 11th hour, which is the armistice of World War One. And it has also come to honor veterans. Anybody who served. Anybody who served, mm -hmm. right? So, um, personally, while I have had friends that were in the military that did die and relatives that were in the military that died, but not immediately because of service. Yeah. Um, Daryl's family, his uncle died uh, during World War, World War II. And uh, you think of Saving Private Ryan, the movie that honors uh, the invasion of Normandy uh -huh. and what happened then and the hundreds that died. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you there's a I've been posting a few memorial videos, not to be maudlin, but to really bring the scope in so we can separate Veterans Day from Memorial Day. Exactly. And the number of service people who are buried around the world 
um, and the other countries who host them and care for them on our behalf um, because they were there serving their country as well mm -hmm. and saving mm -hmm. their people from incursion. So it really is a day that, you know, it's sort of a funky happy Memorial Day is sort of a, yeah, well, you know, we do want to remember people with, with the joy mm -hmm. they brought and, mm -hmm. and maybe remember those who were, and one, one, um, at one of the Memorial Day concerts, one of the, the uh, Brigadier General types said, you know, most of these folks were kids. And so they lost their lives and they lost the rest of their lives and the families lost the rest of their lives. And so exactly. we can memorialize that and who they could have been and would have been. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be maudlin. We can use our grace and, you know, to honor the grief, but also some humor in, you know, who they were before they went. Right. Right, right. Who you know, they? Um, when I go to visit my uncle Irwin, I haven't been in a while. Uh, my dead uncle Irwin. Let me oh, just say that. Like, there you go. There you go. Dead uncle Irwin, who was in the military, mm -hmm. and he's buried in a military cemetery. He did not lose his life in his uniform or serving the country, but he did die. Uh, I don't know, I'm going to say eight years ago or something like that, six years ago. And I really love looking at, um, I guess it's where his ashes are interred mm -hmm. and there's these big walls. The columbariums. Uh -huh. And I love looking at all the symbols. Oh, I do too. And I, I know we're presenting, so I sent you a bunch of symbols that are on, and you can, you can actually submit other symbols and, um, for consideration. Yeah. To, to define who they were religiously or maybe, um, like Native American doesn't, that's not their, uh, religion it is identity their, their identity mm -hmm. and so that's pretty cool but then to read some of the humor on these things and one of them i hope i'm not offending the dill family but it said so and so dill and the tagline was, we're always in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was the family's humor. Yeah. That was the family's humor. I just loved it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. And while you're remembering uh, those that uh, died in service, perhaps you could remember any of the humor that it, it's sort of like when you, uh, as a as a minister or officiant, when I help plan a funeral, what do I say? How did they make you laugh, or how did they make you angry? Right. Yeah, because those are memories. Right. So, what was important to them? What did? When did they pick on you? If they were your brother or sister, you know, what kind of tussles did you get into? Because we know siblings and siblings tussle, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Did you have a troop of boys and and this was the ringleader or this was the quiet one, but who knew what they were all up to. Right. Was this the daughter that went to prom and dressed like a ballerina and all of a sudden she's in a Marine uniform. And how did that happen? No. How did that happen? Where did we get a Marine from our little princess who 10 years ago was, you know, pirouetting around the house in a pink tutu. Who was this person and how do we remember them and how do we honor those who are in those cemeteries? I'm sorry, I can't get to my phone to turn it off. Um, to be able to um, tell their families that they are remembered. You know, do you live nearby a cemetery where you know someone is and the family is moved? Should you maybe go take a picture of that flag at their at their right. headstone, right? That sort of thing, right? right? There's also the the um, the piece about headstones yeah. and the symbols that um, folks leave behind. When someone mm-hmm. has died in service, they leave coins, right, on their and headstones, and there's a code to that. Yeah, I sent that to you. I yes, can you did did yeah. I'll so look the, it up really fast. It's really fascinating when. Uh, when it, you leave a penny, a nickel, a dime, or a quarter, a quarter and it means think, that you, sir, you were there when that person died. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, wow, just fascinating for for those who are not military, because there is a definite culture in military um, life yes. in regard to. Um, end of life and in grief Mm -hmm. and they have Mm -hmm. their own morticians. They have their own teams um, in two places in the country where when they fly someone home, they prepare them before they send them home for burial or interment. Yes, yes, yes. There's an entire process and it's highly ritualized and it's very, um, it it focuses on the honor of and the care for the person um, mm-hmm. And then there's the standing standing watch by the casket until such time as that casket is buried because they never leave a service member alone. That's right. That's right. Which mirrors the Jewish religion where you're not supposed to leave a deceased person alone. They should always be prepared in their casket and with the watcher. I know that's not the right term, but a watcher. No, but that's, it's, it's really interesting Probably the same within militaries. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to talk about Jewish religion, that there's orthodox, traditional, uh, conservative, and reform. Right. And, and so while my mom didn't have a watcher or anything there, but it comes from... As, as I'm researching for our talk, mm-hmm. that Jill and I will be at the International Death, Grief, and Bereavement, and Bereavement Conference. Conference in La Crosse, one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, sort of Jewish, Islam, and um, that part of the country, Middle East, they really 
want, even though the person is dead, there still need to be honored within the community and part of the community. And, and I found that very interesting how they would bring that in so mm -hmm. that you still celebrated the death a lot, but you were also involved in the community. It was better, of course, to always be buried near your community. And now it, you can't do the same always with, um, with military because maybe it's, you know, 75 miles away. Right. Yeah. We have the busiest national cemetery in the country here in the Inland Empire in California. Mm -hmm. And um, many of the local other cemeteries are full. Um, there are a few, you can't be buried at the Presidio in San Francisco unless you have very right. high honors. Or yes, yes. National Medal of Honor recipient. So a lot of folks are brought here. And so we have people from all over Southern California. Mm -hmm. And it's huge and it's growing and they do multiple burials every single day. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we host lots of people from out of area coming to visit their loved ones and trying to run from the attack geese because we have these beautiful bodies of water oh, yeah. national and we have attack geese yes. who are well-trained and they actually had to move the staging areas. Cause you know, when you go to national cemetery, you meet right. the staging area and we have, I think, 18 of them at our cemetery. And mm -hmm. then you are led by the funeral staff to the right shelter to do the service. Right. And then the deceased is taken off for burial, unless you're Jewish, in which case you're there for the interment. But right. staging areas used to be by the ponds. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the, the funeral directors had to bring food to fend off the geese. Because the minute they saw the dark cars and the dark suits, they were there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's a thing at those Canadian geese. They're not just Canadian. We just had geese geese. Just a big old oh. white, ugly, nasty. Yeah. Oh no, we have overrun by Canadian geese. Yeah. Anyway, to go back to what we were saying, Sorry. if you leave a penny, it means you visited. Yes. that soldier. A nickel means that you and the deceased tra soldier trained at boot camp together. And then if you served with the soldier, you leave a dime. A quarter is very significant because it means you were there when that soldier was killed. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this person goes on to say the traditional, the tradition became popular in the United States during the Vietnam War. Oh. And it that. is believed it's the way of showing respect without getting into an uncomfortable political discussion about a war that was very controversial. Isn't, Isn't that sad that we had to have sort of a secret code because we couldn't talk about the the way someone died. They were there serving because they had to. They or they chose to, and and they served. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what it meant. That's what they served. That they means served. Else didn't right. It, it the the Vietnam War 
so controversial because and and a lot of veterans don't want to talk about it at least now they are celebrated from uh, compared to back then Mm -hmm. when they came back and people were spitting at them that happened to my brother-in-law yeah Yeah. I, i met a man in an elevator in um nevada who had his Vietnam cap on and it was early in the morning and I saw his cap and I said, thank you for your service. I, your, your sacrifice is much appreciated. Um, my family was there too. And he said, nobody says that to me. Right. right. Nobody says that to me. They'll say it to the Korea vets. They'll say right. it to the operation Iraqi freedom. They won't say it to me. I said, well, I'm saying it because you were there. Somebody else wasn't. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. That was in my high school time. I know I'm a little bit older than you, so they weren't probably drafting then when you were in high school, but many were. Many uh, of my teachers were vets. Yes. Uh, One of. So my my ex-husband had visited one of the military tables, like the Air Force, you know, and his number came up like the next day, the very next day. And I remember him telling me that his, the guy from the Air Force called and said, look, I'm here with the others. Your number came up. You can either register with the Air Force, which is what you were interested in, or wait till they send you the number for draft. And he was out of the house and on a train by 4 p.m. that day. So that happened in the morning. He was out and um, he was a spy. Wow. I know. He was. He Little had, known facts about the Friday Grief Chat team. We have a spy in the house. <laughs> well, I was married to, you Close know, enough. this isn't CIA. It was more, he learned North Korean to speak and to understand because he flew like all these missions listening to see what they were saying, if anything needed to be reported. Wow. Yeah. 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 Super cool. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. And so we would honor him then on Veterans Day. Veterans Day. But he's also real quiet about it. He never, nobody ever wanted to talk about it. It's like they came home and nobody talked about it. Memorials are, are about the dead. I mean, that's just what memorials memorials are. They're about the dead. And what other losses, as you wrote, come from serving? Well, there's personality changes. If you go off and you have to see, depending on what 
ugly things there are out there. And when you're following rules, because those are the rules that keep larger people safe, I mean, mm -hmm. more people safe rather than just you, and you don't have a choice in the rules, part of you changes. And that affects when you come home because you left, let's say you left at age 19 or 20. Our next door neighbor's grandson, he will be 19. He's already been through boot camp. So oh he'll have gosh. his 19th birthday in the military and he'll be in another country and he'll have experiences that he can't share. So you don't really get to watch them grow and they come back different. Always different and never able to incorporate back in the way they used to. That's right. Which is not necessarily a fault. It's just a reality. It's a reality. And when what a parent goes to serve, they come, they are removed from their family, their children. They mm -hmm. serve. It is their choice. They do it with dignity and then they return. And that family system has to adapt. Mm -hmm. And it can cause some stressors and some conflicts. Mm -hmm. right? A lot of, um, I, I won't say a lot, but several uh, members of um, Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor speak to military families mm -hmm. and military personnel to talk about using, they use more humor to connect with the military. Mm -hmm. That's why they're applying humor in that connection. You know, they don't talk how to be funny when you're feeling sad. That's not it. But it's how to connect. And how so, to connect using their humor instead of trying to apply civilian because it's yes. a very different culture, a very different life. Mm -hmm. And you have to really understand what it is to, to be in service in order to be able to speak to those groups mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and show them the deference that they have earned. Because I, for one, am not going to go to boot camp. I was not going to at 18, although they wouldn't have had me at 18 because, you know, rainbows weren't permitted then. But um, yeah, no, boot camp did not sound like a really good time to me. My late wife did boot camp, but that was not going to be me. <laughs> you know, uh, there's probably no way I would have survived. Uh, I I would have been kicked out. However, um, I always thought that if the Vietnam War was going on when I graduated high school, which was 74, and they were bringing them all back, 73, right. I, I, I always wondered if I would have been gone into like nursing or something. I wondered if I could have served. And so I, I really felt called to serve in this country during the AIDS epidemic mm -hmm. or with um, IV drug use to do those. To do the service. Because there's lots of ways service. we can serve. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are also lots of ways we can um, we can serve, 
even now and to honor those who have served. Skinny as a rail, Harrell flew through boot camp. I'll bet he did, Steve. Yep. United States Army. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my late wife, Linda, actually joined during the Vietnam era because mm -hmm. um, of the way her brother was treated when he got home after two tours that he did not volunteer for. And um, in fact, he said, I don't want to re-up. And they're like, yeah, you're re-upping. It, it's, it's a mandatory. You're staying. We're keeping you. You're going back. That's right. And uh, so she joined because of that and ended up in the, the nursing process there. So mm -hmm. fortunately, there was no shipping out. That was calming down by that time. But she did qualify as Vietnam era. My dad was a Korean War mm -hmm. veteran. And he did not die in in the service or because of service. But I, Stacey I know Stacey. he was on KP duty a lot. <laughs> Stacy's dad actually was on KP when they showed up to give him his medal for saving people's lives uh, for heroic service. But he was on KP because he saved their lives because um, he and a buddy had ditched to go fishing. And... Um, that's when they saw the people needing their lives saved and they really were heroic, but then they got KP. So they didn't get their medals presented because they were scrubbing potatoes or something. But yeah, he served in a mass unit in Korea. Wow. And he lost the vision in one eye as a result. Wow. So there's lots of ways one can have losses by serving. Right. Right. And Harrell lost his life because he contracted ALS and he was Vietnam era. Mm -hmm. And there's just, there was just so many pollutants coming through. You right. didn't actually have to be boots on the ground in country to be exposed to all the stuff. Mm -hmm. So for this Memorial Day, while we should enjoy our time, which he was a chemical handler, um, you know, we, we all need to enjoy our time away from real life and work when we have that opportunity. If you're someone who has a job that allows you to have that time away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we also need to remember why we have that day and who brought it to us. Right. And truly, they really did because we have Memorial Day covers all the wars. It goes back it to the very beginning. Mm -hmm. It does. And something I just heard today that, um, oh my gosh, what are the big blooming flowers that are out now. Peonies. Peonies, in the past, everything got moved up about three weeks here where we live. So our peonies have been uh, blooming for two weeks already, two to three weeks. But they're usually ready around Memorial Day, and those are the flowers that you put on the soldiers' graves. I did not realize that. We don't I, do that here. We don't have peonies. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess not. But here we, we have do. flags, but we do have hundreds of thousands of flags going up cemeteries tomorrow morning. Right. right. And it's being organized at every cemetery. So, While yeah. they did not lose their lives once again in that time, lots of Daryl's family uh, served. Right. Uh, Aunt Wilma was a nurse during that time. So Daryl and I will go out to the graves because he can't quite kneel down right now. Yeah. But uh, we, uh, I'll put flowers on the graves 
of his mom, you know, and his and his uncles. Mm -hmm. So that's what we'll do. Yeah. I'm not sure if we're going to national for Stacy's family or not. The cemeteries are not generally her thing. I will take Linda a flag simply because she was Navy and because she did choose to serve during mm -hmm. that era. Mm -hmm. um, and in honor of her brother, whose life was cut short because of his service in Vietnam, the impact it had on him. Mm -hmm. There's lots of ways we can, we can remember the folks. Um, I hope everyone takes a moment out. Mm -hmm. I hope that if you see a vet sometime this week, that um, as we've learned from Cindy Doyle from Code for Couples, we say thank mm -hmm. you for your sacrifice, thank you um, for not your sacrifice. for your service. Because mm -hmm. if they're standing here, someone else they knew in all likelihood is not if mm -hmm. they served in time of war. Mm -hmm. You couldn't avoid that reality. So let's make sure we're remembering those. Steve, thank you for your sacrifice as the widower of um, a Vietnam era vet who died as a result of that service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to the Elliers Maz as well, they lost folks because of Vietnam. So, oh, I didn't mean for this to be heavy, but I did want to make sure we called, we actually made mm -hmm. sure we, re we remembered this particular one this year. Right. Right. All right. And well, what are you doing for the rest of the weekend? Uh, I may be working on our presentation. We'll see. I will be. Okay. <laughs> I will be around to help and do whatever else needs to be done. And then uh, um, planting. Planting. We're going through a bit of a drought here, but uh, planting. And planting is a good way to remove some of the heaviness. Right. That's I've got two tomato good. plants that are about to die because I haven't had time to get them in the ground. I need to do that this weekend. That's, I, I have to get the chipmunks out of the garden right now. And I will just have to do it the way it needs to be done. Oh, poor chipmunks. Yeah. I'm, there's this stuff I can put out that makes the garden smell bad to them. And okay. I'm hoping that works. I have to beat back four entire squares in my garden filled now to the rim with mint. I have more mint. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and there are still bugs out there. Mint. Bugs aren't supposed to like mint. And they're all out there going, ooh, yes. yummy. Mint tea. Yeah. Let's have yeah. some more mint. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Mm -hmm. I, I hear you. I yeah. hear you. It's like five feet tall. And the planter is four feet tall. So I've got mint over my head and yeah, spiders yeah. and things. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyone needs mint and you're in the IE, please hook me up. I will give you all the mint you can carry. That's what I will do with my chives and garlic grass. It's going out to the curb. I'll put it in little pots and say free. Right. There you go. Let's recycle. All right, my friend, I will be in touch as we prepare uh, yes. Next week we will be back. Um, we will. I'll be preparing for my older sister and her husband to arrive on Sunday, and uh, we will keep on trucking. All right, that's all. Good care, everybody. Bye, bye, everyone. Self-centered. Bye, bye. Bye, bye.